This is Indianapolis coach, Reggie Wayne, and you're listening to the For the Culture podcast. This is the For the Culture podcast. I'm your host, Luke Diamond, with my man, Jason Spears. The NFL has officially released the schedule for the upcoming 2020 season. We're going to go over the Colts schedule, and then we're going to give our way, way, way too early 2020 schedule predictions. So the first thing that jumps out at you every year, you get your team schedule. It doesn't matter if you're a Colt fan or if you're a fan of one of the other 31 teams. You get your schedule and you circle the primetime games. When does my team play under the lights? When does my team play a Sunday night football game or a Monday night football game or a Thursday night football game? And we were so spoiled during the Manning era where we were playing four or five primetime games a year. Then we go from Manning and we stumble right into luck. And we have another young phenom quarterback and we're spoiled again with Monday nights and Sunday nights. And if you go back to the Manning era, it seemed like we had at least a primetime game once a month when we had Manning and Edge and Marvin and Reggie and Freeney and Mathis. So you look at this schedule and the first thing that jumps out at you, the Colts only have one primetime game. We're going to be on the road taking on the Tennessee Titans on Thursday night. Short week on the road against a division opponent. The target right now is on the Titans' back. They didn't win the division last year, but they went to the AFC Championship. So in my opinion, they're the team to beat in the AFC South. We have to go on the road on Thursday night to play the Titans. No Monday night football, no Sunday night football this year for the Colts. And this is a great tweet from Kevin Bowen. He tweeted this yesterday before the schedule was released that in the Colts' last 13 primetime games, 11 of them have been on the road. We've only been at home twice. The last time we hosted a primetime game was on Thanksgiving in 2017 when Scott Tolzien was the starting quarterback. I don't even know if that counts. If a tree falls in the forest and nobody's around to hear it, does the tree even make a sound? If Scott Tolzien's your starting quarterback in a primetime game, did you even play a primetime game? So the Colts, in my opinion, got screwed over with the lack of primetime football Yes, we were 7-9 last year, but we go out, we trade for Buckner, we bring in Rivers. I was a little bit surprised. I'm not going to lie. The Colts went out, they spent money, they brought in big names. I was really surprised that we were not rewarded with multiple primetime games and at least one home primetime game. You look at Aaron Rodgers on the schedule. There was a couple different storylines, a couple different teams that I thought could have been on primetime. We play the Ravens, we play the Packers, both in Indy. I would have loved to have seen one of those two games on Sunday night or Monday night football. Unfortunately, not the case. And that seems to be what all Colt fans are talking about right now. What they aren't talking about on the primetime football front is the fact that for the third year in a row, the Colts have to go on the road on Thursday night football. We have made it very clear in the past on this show that we are not the biggest fans of Thursday night football. But if you're going to have Thursday night football, which is pretty much criminal in the first place to these players. You have to do your due diligence and make it as fair as possible and at least have teams alternate every other year, home road, home road, home road, and get the division matchups out of here. Why are the most important games, the games that count twice on the schedule, why are the most important games being played on short rest? So now you look at the Colts' last three years, since that Scott Tolzien debacle four seasons ago on Thanksgiving against the Steelers when we got stopped inside the five-yard line like six times that game, we have been on the road three consecutive seasons on Thursday Night Football, and they always follow tough games. You look at 2018, we play the Houston Texans at home on a Sunday. That game goes to overtime, and then we have to turn around after playing one of the most important games on our schedule against the Texans and play the New England Patriots on a Thursday night game on the road in New England. And last year, tough physical game against the Jaguars on Sunday at home. 
That following Thursday, we have to go and we have to play the defending AFC South champion, Houston Texans, on the road. One of the biggest games on our schedule. And now this year, tough physical game against the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. And then we have to turn around and go to Tennessee and play the Tennessee Titans. Thursday night football on the road in Tennessee. And the target is on the Titans back after going to the AFC Championship last year. So I think for the third year in a row, the schedule makers really screwed the Colts over with the Thursday night road game against an important opponent. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of the the same things on Twitter as far as just complaining about not having primetime games and and not having a home primetime game. And I get that to an extent. I mean, I would love to play a home game at night at Lucas Oil Stadium, primetime game. Everybody wants that. But at the end of the day, when you go seven and nine, beggars can't be choosers. You, you're not going to get a lot of primetime games, even though we did, I think, upgrade the roster. You get what you did the previous year, and we, we just weren't very good. So I have no problem with the no primetime games or the one primetime game and having it be on the road. That's not an issue for me. I don't really care about that. What I do care about is we play probably the best team on our schedule on a Sunday and then have to turn around and play probably the team we're going to be competing against to win the division, in my opinion, on the road on a Thursday. Two of the most physical teams in the AFC, in my opinion. The Ravens and the Titans both play smash-mouth football, and we're going to have to play the Titans two games in three weeks and the Ravens and the Titans back-to-back. I hate that. I hate that we're on the road. I hate that it's a division game. I mean, it's just it's annoying as hell, and it's every year now. Every year, there's 16 games. You're telling me you can't find a home game for the Colts to play after the Ravens or to change the the schedule around so we're not playing Tennessee, a division opponent, on a short week? I don't think any team should play division opponents on a short week. Those games are the most precious games on a team's schedule. They count twice. They're the most important. No team, in my opinion, not just the Colts, should be playing short week games against divisional opponents. It doesn't makes sense and some teams get to play an nfc opponent on a short week and we're stuck playing probably our competition our closest competition for the division and even if it's not it's still a divisional game and i just don't get it i don't like it the nfl could fix it they don't they seriously have an issue it seems like they have an issue with our owner maybe our team i don't know what it is but it is getting very old Yeah, and I know they're never going to get rid of Thursday night football. Personally, I would get rid of Thursday night, and I would go double Monday night every single week. So you do East Coast, West Coast, Monday night football every week. No Thursday night football. I think it would be so much safer for the players. Financially, the NFL would still be getting their three primetime games a week, one on Sunday night, double Monday night, boom. I think everybody's happy. I know they're never going to do that. So I think my next proposal would be the AFC-NFC game of the week. Every week on Thursday night football, you have an AFC team, versus an NFC team because the AFC-NFC matchups are the least important games on the schedule. When it comes down to playoff implications, there's no tiebreakers in the NFC-AFC matchups. All you have are regular games. Division games count twice. So I would definitely get rid of divisional matchups on Thursday Night Football because it's just not fair that a team has to go on the road on a short week for one of the most important games of the year. Last year, arguably our most important game was on the road against the Texans, who went on to win the division. And then this year, arguably right now, before the season starts, 
our most important game on the schedule is at the Titans, who are coming off an AFC Championship berth last season. And both years, we have to go on the road on short weeks, where even the home team is at a disadvantage, because they're on a short week as well. But the team that has to go on the road is at a major disadvantage in those games. So those games should not be some of the most important games you'll play all year. They should be AFC versus NFC games, the least important games you'll play all year. So, Jason, before we get into the schedule predictions for the upcoming 2020 season, is there anything else that jumps out at you when taking a look at the schedule? Any other takeaways you'd like to get into? Yeah, I find it interesting that we get Tennessee two out of three weeks and then we turn around right after that's over and play Houston two or three weeks. So you have, I'm just looking at you're at Tennessee, Green Bay, and then Tennessee at home, then at Houston, Las Vegas on the road, and then Houston at home again. So you're basically four out of six. Those four out of six are probably going to be the most important four out of six games we play this year, or most important four games we play this year, because those are the two best, other best teams in this division. And uh, they're just smashed together. So if we have any serious injury, uh, that's not going to be great for us because we've got them all within a six-week span. So that stands out to me. You know, just getting back, I don't want to hammer this too much, but I'm over the Thursday night games. They just need to get rid of them or stop saying they care about players. One or the other, I'm not, you know, we, we talked about this at nauseum last year, but it's so frustrating as a fan to hear that crap and then look at the schedule and see the way they keep screwing the Colts over. And then they keep saying that they're, they're, you know, looking out for the players' health. They have to scrap Thursday night games. It doesn't do anything for the league other than make money. The product's worse. Every team gets screwed in that situation because of the injuries that happen and all the other things that go with it. I'll beat this drum until I'm in the ground. I don't think it's right. I don't think they should play Thursday games except on Thanksgiving. Maybe an opening night game. That's fine. But this week, every week, Thursday night is old. And it's getting old. And I'm frustrated for the players. I know that they're trying to get things changed or whatever. They're working with the NFL. But I, I just, the NFL has so much power. This is going to go on forever, probably. And I just, I hate it. I just hate it. And, uh, and it's not just because of the Colts. It's everybody. I mean, I think every player in this league should not want, want games on Thursday night. So that's my biggest issue every year with the schedule. And that's not going to change. But as far as uh, just overall, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a bad schedule. Week seven by. It's not bad, and, and, you know, we begin and end with Jacksonville. I don't know how that's going to turn out. Hopefully, you know, we're playing for something. I know they're not going to be, so we'll see how it turns out. But, yeah, man, I, I mean, I don't, I don't like to belabor points, but that Thursday night game just – I don't get it, and I'll never understand it, and I cannot believe the NFL continues to preach how much they care about players and player safety and all this other garbage, and then they keep playing games, three games. I mean, you, it's, it's insane. It's insane. So, you know, as as a just as a rule, though, the the schedule's fine. I'm not. There's no issue for me as far as prime time games. My only issue is the Thursday night road game, and it is what it is. You know, you just got to go play it, and I hope it doesn't turn out to be the most important game of the season. That's all you can hope. Yep. And let's get into the schedule prediction now. Starting week one at home, hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's very odd because, like you said, we play the Titans and Texans four times in six weeks, but we play the Jaguars week one and week 17. So we bookend our season with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I think we go to Jacksonville week one, Phillip Rivers, Colts debut, DeForest Buckner, Colts debut, Pittman, Taylor, the 2020 draft class. I think we go to Jacksonville, we get a win, we go 1-0. We have not been a good week one team. I think that changes this season, and I think the Colts come out with a bang on the road in Jacksonville and start the season 
I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say we lose this game. We haven't won there since 2014. We always play bad there. I, I think that we're going to struggle a little bit out the gate with continuity. I think we lose a close game to start the season on the road. In week two, the Colts will host the Minnesota Vikings. So Xavier Rhodes will get a crack at his old team in the second week of the season against the Minnesota Vikings in his home debut with the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I like the Colts in this game. I think they come home and get a win against a really good playoff team from last year. Close game, but I think the Colts won this one. Yep, I agree. I think this is one of those games. If the Colts were on the road against Minnesota, I would pick against them. But I like the fact that we're home in this game. I think we start off the season 2-0. and And then in Week 3, we stay at home hosting the New York Jets. And we have ghosts on the offensive side of the football. So Sam Darnold will be seeing them offensively and defensively with T.Y. Hillen and this new-look Colts defense. I think the Colts improve to 3-0 and and get off to a fast start in 2020. Yeah, I like the Colts big here. I think the Colts come out and smoke the Jets. In week four, the Colts will go back on the road, taking on the Chicago Bears. This will be the Colts' first time in a regular season game where we see a Chuck Pagano defense since his departure in 2017. We did see him last year in week three of the preseason, the game Andrew Luck retired, but we will now be seeing Chuck in a game that counts in the standings for the first time since being fired by the Colts in 2017. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Colts here on the road. I think it'll be a relatively close game. Chicago's got a lot of really, really, really good defensive players, and uh, I think it'll be a relatively close game, but I like the Colts on the road here. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts here, too, in Week 4. I think this will be the toughest game we play in the first four weeks because of that Chicago Bear defense with Khalil Mack, but I think the Colts find a way to get it done. I think we just have more offensive firepower than they have, and I think that'll be the difference in this game. But I think it'll be a, a good, tough game. It'll be a good, hard-nosed, old-school game because I think as good as Chicago's defense is, I think the Colts' defense is going to be very good this year. It's very good right now on paper, and I can't wait to see it get out there on the field. So I think that's going to be a old-school style game, and I think the Colts are going to pull it out because I think we're just going to have a little bit more at the quarterback position, a little bit more firepower offensively to get it done in week five back-to-back road games for the Colts going on the road taking on the Cleveland Browns I have absolutely no respect for the Browns as an organization they haven't made the playoffs since 2002 and I have the Colts starting this season off five and zero through the first five games yeah I actually think this Cleveland game is going to be a struggle for the Colts just historically and I'm big on history they don't play they usually win but they since they've come back since Cleveland's come back in, uh, to, in, since 1999, the Colts have, have won there pretty much every time, but they struggled. I mean, even with Manning, they struggled there. With Luck, they struggled there. They won, but it was always by the skin of their teeth. I think it's another game where it's a skin-of-the-teeth type win for the Colts in Cleveland, but I like the Colts to win this game. In Week 6, the Colts will host the Cincinnati Bengals, so it'll be our first look at Joe Burrow, the number one pick in the 2020 draft. Yeah, I like the Colts big here. I think they should win this game without too much of a problem. I think they'll get after Burrow, and uh, I think they'll, they'll cruise to another win. I could definitely see the Cincinnati Bengals having one of those seasons the Colts had in 2012 where they're really not a good team, but the young quarterback is able to just find ways to win a couple games they shouldn't win. Could we be the Packers to the 2012 Colts? No, I don't think that'll be the case. I think we host the Cincinnati – plus it's at home. I think we host the Cincinnati Bengals and we find a way to take care of business. So I have the Colts at 6-0 and going into the bye. I'm sure I'm going to be wrong about that, and one of those games will be dropped, maybe week one at Jacksonville. 
like you said. So I have the Colts at 6-0 and going into the bye. You have the Colts at 5-1 and going into the bye. Coming out of the bye, going on the road against the Detroit Lions. Not a very good Lions team. Not very well coached by any stretch of the imagination. I think that Frank Reich is 10 times the coach Matt Patricia is. So I have the Colts going on the road as a better team, better coach team than the Lions. Picking up another win. 7-0 and coming out of the bye. Yeah, I, I like the Colts in this game too. I think uh, I think Rivers will be it will do his thing. I think they'll be able to run the ball. I think the Colts are just it's just a game that that they're going to win. I don't know if it'll be a blowout, but I think it'll be a relatively easy win for them. We're doing this as we go, so I cannot believe I have the Colts undefeated here. But I have them at seven and zero going into Week Nine, taking on arguably the best team we play all season in the regular season, and that is the Baltimore Ravens. They were the one seed last year. They have the reigning MVP in Lamar Jackson and will host them at Lucas Oil Stadium in Week 9. Yeah, I think this is going to be a great game, uh, a great test. I think I think it's going to be maybe an overtime game, great test for both teams. I think the Colts are going to have a really good record. I don't know if they'll be undefeated, but I think they're going to be very, very good. Two talented teams. I'm going to pick the Ravens. I think they got a little too much for the Colts right now. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Colts won. I think it's a very, very interesting matchup. One thing I'll point out is the Ravens have never won in Indianapolis. So maybe it's one of those – like we've got the Steelers. The Ravens have the Colts. They don't play well against us. Yeah. So I think the Colts are going to – and the Ravens are going to play a, a really good game. I'm just – I feel like the Ravens are a little further ahead of the Colts right now, so I'm giving them the edge in this game. But I would not be shocked if the Colts won. Yeah, I got the Colts losing this game as well. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think the Colts are going 7-0 and into it, and I don't think we're coming out undefeated. I think this will be our first loss. But a great test, too, like you said. It will be a great test to see the Colts go up against one of the premier teams from last year. They had another great draft. Baltimore is a really solid team in all three phases. Best kicker in the league, one of the best punters in the league. Great offensively, great defensively, great coach, Hall of Fame coach in John Harbaugh. So a really solid team top to bottom. They could travel, and I think this is the Colts' first loss of the season before going into Week 10. Short week on the road against the Tennessee Titans. Back-to-back tough games. We're going to have a physical game. Like you said, you could see the Ravens game going into overtime. If it does, hopefully we pull it out. Because after that, we're going to have to go on the road short week and take on the Tennessee Titans. I think that game is going to be very difficult to win. I have that as a loss. I think that's one of my most confident losses on this schedule because it's one of our toughest games. And we're going to have a short week coming off that Baltimore game as we beat to death earlier in this podcast. So I have the Colts losing back-to-back games after a fast start right out the gate. Seven wins in eight weeks with the bye week seven. And then back-to-back losses to start the season at 7-2 and two as we pass the halfway point. Yeah, this is a horrible, horrible set of games right here, back-to-back games for the Colts. Normally, I think I, if it's a normal week, I think I go Colts here. But I think having a – I mean, after you play a physical team like Baltimore and then have to turn around, travel, play on the road, and go against the biggest, most physical running back in the NFL – it's a tall order, man. I'm going to take Tennessee here. I think the Colts are the better team, but I think they're going to be beat to hell after that Ravens game. So I'm taking the Titans. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Week 11 hosting the Green Bay Packers. We'll have three extra days of rest after that Thursday game. Week and a half off hosting the Green Bay Packers. And I'll tell you, I'm happy that this is a 1 o'clock game. I know when the schedule was leaked earlier this week, there was a rumor that the Colts were going to be hosting the Packers week one on Monday Night Football. That's not the case. That turns out to be a fake rumor. 
But I feel like Rodgers plays better on prime time, and sometimes the Packers just get lost in the shuffle in the 1 o'clock games. There's a lot of times where I'll be shocked. I'll look up at the Packers' record, and I'll be shocked. I'll be like, oh, my God, I thought they were so much better than that because you watch them on prime time, and they perform so much better than they do on 1 o'clock games. I think we might be a little bit lucky here catching the Packers on 1 o'clock. Yeah, and another historic note for you, Luke. As long, I mean, since the Colts been in Indianapolis, they've never lost at home to Green Bay. So I'm picking the Colts. I believe in history, uh, and you'll you know you'll you see the good po- positive part of it here. Probably going to hear a negative part of it when we get to at Pittsburgh. But uh, the Colts <laughs> have never lost at home to the Packers, so I'm taking the Colts. I think the Colts are going to play really well this year at home, and I, I like the Colts in this game. Me too. Plus, I have them coming off back-to-back losses, coming home against Green Bay. Three extra days of rest, three extra days of preparation for Frank Reich. I like the Colts to beat the Green Bay Packers in Week 11. And then, boom, two out of three weeks again with the Tennessee Titans. We see in Week 10, we host them Week 12. And this game, I like the Colts to get their revenge. It was the opposite last year. We beat them the first time in Tennessee, and then they beat us the second time. This year, I think they get our number first, and then we get revenge in Week 12. And I think we beat the Tennessee Titans in week 12 yeah i agree i think the colts come out fired up in this game come out and play one of their best games of the year and get a win i think this is going to be a super important game for both teams i like the colts i like the fact that they're at home in this game and i think it's going to be a big time win for the colts week 13 on the road taking on the houston texans i have a feeling the colts are going to sweep the texans this year i think the texans are going to fall apart in the middle portion of this year I think this could be one of those cases where you're better off getting the Texans twice late in the season rather than once early, once late like we do with the Jaguars. Usually I pick a split with the Texans because normally we do split with the Texans. I have a feeling the Colts are going to sweep them this year. I think they're going to fall apart, and I think it's going to be the end of Bill O'Brien. So I'm going to take the – man, this is really tough because coming in I was thinking split with the Texans, and now I'm starting to think sweeping the Texans. Yeah, I uh... – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have them split until they pr- – like, I, I just – I go by past history, and generally speaking, we usually split with them. So, I, I think it's a split-type situation, and, and generally, you always go with the home team. So, I'm going to give Houston the – I'm going to give them a slight edge in this game, but I would not be surprised if the Colts won this game. I, like you said, I think I think this is probably a season where you see the whole friggin' house of cards in Houston just collapse under Bill O'Brien which I don't want to happen. I want them to be just good enough to so he can keep his job, but I, I just don't think that's going to happen. But just going off of what we're going off of now, the way too early predictions, I'm going to give the Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson the slight edge, slight edge to win this game. Yeah, I think I'm going to go the same. I think I'm going to go with a split against the Texans until the Colts could prove to me that we could go out there and we could sweep them. They still have the best quarterback in the matchup. I'm excited for Phillip Rivers. I can't wait to see what Rivers brings to the table. He's definitely an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett. But when you play the Houston Texans, they still have an edge at quarterback. I'm going to pick us to beat them when we play them in Indy. But as far as on the road against the Texans, I'm going to pick against us in this game as well. I'm going to go with a split against the Texans and a split against the Titans. In week 14 on the road against the Las Vegas Raiders, the Colts' first trip to Las Vegas. I'm going to put this game down as a win. I know this is a much improved Raiders team, but it's also a much improved Colts team. We played our worst 
possible imaginable game last year against the Raiders. Eric Ebron dropped three passes in the first half of that game. That was one that did not sit well with us. I think that's a bulletin board game. I think that's a game that this team is going to remember that loss from last year because that was a turning point game for this team. So I think we go out and we look for revenge in this rematch from a year ago with the Las Vegas Raiders. And I think we go to Vegas and beat the Las Vegas Raiders in our first franchise trip to Las Vegas. Yeah, this is an interesting game for me. I'm kind of back and forth because I think the Raiders are going to be really, really improved. They have so much, they've, they've added so much speed on the outside. I think it's going to be a really good game, a really close game. I wouldn't be shocked if the Raiders won. But just based on the rosters and, and, and you know, just the way things have gone, I think the Colts edged this game out when it went a close one, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders won, to be honest with you, because I think they're going to be much improved. I think the Raiders and the Broncos both are going to be much improved this year, just throwing that out there. But I think the Colts win this one, but I think it'll be close. Yep, and then the Colts come home in Week 15, and for the second time in three weeks, match up with the Houston Texans in a Week 15 matchup. Yeah, I think this could be a nail in the coffin game for Bill O'Brien. I think the Colts win. It might be a blowout. I think this is the the kind of situation where you see at the end of the season a team lays down. I think that's going to be Houston this year, and I think the Colts win this game and uh, go into the stretch. I guess the last two weeks, let's see, ten and ten and four. Yep, you have ten and four. I have eleven and three. Before heading into a Week 16 matchup on the road against the Pittsburgh Steelers, Jason, do we even need to make predictions for this game? Uh, no, uh, we can't win there. There's, I remember seeing a sign back in like 2003 when the Colts walked in, or no, it was the 2004 playoffs. The Colts were walking out of the tunnel, and there was a, in New England, and there was a sign that says you can't win here. Well, the Steelers need that sign there because we can't win there. <laughs> so I don't care what's going on, we we cannot win there. So I'm taking this is my biggest lock of the season for a loss. Well, I'll tell you, game. it'll be so a I'm, great belated Coltsmith present if we could get it. That'll be December 27th, so a couple days after Christmas. If we could pull one out, if we could have a Christmas miracle, it would be that game. But I am not going to pick the Colts. I'm not going to bet on the Colts to win in a building they just cannot win in. Week 17, the final game of the season. I have the Colts going in with four losses. You have the Colts going in with five losses, hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. This game could be meaningful to the Colts. Might mean nothing to the Jaguars. A loss might mean a lot to the Jaguars if it guarantees them Trevor Lawrence or a top three pick, top five pick. So I definitely have the Colts coming home week 17. I think we're coming off a loss to the Steelers, getting revenge on the Jags, and going into the playoffs with a little bit of momentum. Yeah, and I actually think this is going to be a huge game for the Colts because I have them, I have them at 10-5 and five going into this game, so they're probably going to be playing for playoff position. You have them at, what, 11-4, and, and four, so that they might even be playing for home field advantage for you. So Yeah, probably way, not, though, because this year we have, we have seven playoff seeds and we only have one bye, so you need to get the one seed. So you're probably going to need to be 13-3, and 14-2, and two to get a bye this year, which is the new playoff format. Not a fan of it. Not going to get into it right now, but it's a little bit different than years past, where 13-3 and three was usually a lock to get a bye. 14-2 and two is always a lock pretty much to get a bye. But this year could be a little bit different with the seven seeds, three wild cards, and the two seed having to play wild card weekend, not getting that first round bye. Right. And I'm just saying I think this game is going to be important because I think, you know, winning it will definitely – I think I think the, the way that things are, are – are set up now in the NFL. The games are going to be so much more important week 16 for, or week 17 for playoff teams because there's so much more to be gained from winning. The positioning 
uh, of the seven teams is, is going to be very important, uh, just in the sense that you want to have as many home games as possible. So I like the Colts to win big in this game. I think Jacksonville will be basically playing out the string. Probably their coach is probably going to get fired. They're probably going to be looking at drafting a quarterback, even though they really want to love Gardner Minshew there. I don't think Gardner Minshew is a is a organizational 10-year quarterback. So uh, I think the Colts win this one. I think Jacksonville gets a top-five pick and uh, probably ends up with a really good quarterback. But I like the Colts in this game and the, and the cruising of the playoffs. Yep, so you have the Colts finishing at 11-5. and five. I have the Colts finishing at 12-4. and four. Both records, 11-5, 12-4, will get the Colts into the playoffs. With that seventh spot added, that third wild card, you won't see any more 2008 Patriots situations where you have an 11-5 team missing the playoffs. So if the Colts win 11-plus games, they will be in the postseason. Most likely 10-plus will get you in. And unfortunately, due to the extra spot added, you will see years where teams at 9-7, and seven, possibly even 8-8 eight and eight get into the playoffs. I'm not a fan. Personally, I did not want them to add a seventh playoff spot, but it does enhance the Colts' chances of making the playoffs in 2020. And, man, I can't wait for the season to get here. I love the fact that the NFL league year has still gone on throughout the coronavirus. We still had the combine. We just snuck out the combine, and then we were able to get free agency. We were able to get the draft and now the schedule release, bringing a little bit of optimism to football fans while we're without baseball, without basketball, without hockey. At least we have a little glimmer of hope looking forward to September and week one of the 2020 season. Guys, we got a lot of great stuff coming up here on the For the Culture podcast, including an interview next week with the Colts defensive coordinator, Matt Eberflew. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and keep it locked to the For the Culture podcast.